Welcome to a special podcast about Ottoman history for students by students. Episode 8.0, Bayezid II. Hello, my name is Henry, and today I'm here to tell you about the life and achievements of Bayezid II. Bayezid inherited the throne from his father, Mehmed the Conqueror, so we'll see if he can live up to his achievements. Bayezid first began his rise to power in 1481, when his father, Mehmed II, passed away at the age of 49. This timing was very inconvenient for the empire, because the chaos that followed would derail the so far successful invasion of Italy. Some believe that Bayezid may have actually poisoned Mehmed. Either way, Bayezid wasn't about to glide smoothly into the throne. His brother, Chem Sultan, attempted to take the throne in Istanbul. Luckily for Bayezid, though, he defeated him easily. Unfortunately for Bayezid, Chem escaped to Egypt and would be back. After rejecting a bribe from his brother to stay out of Ottoman affairs, Chem allied himself with the Kermanids and marched on the city of Konya in Anatolia. After losing a battle there, he would retreat to Ankara. Chem would retreat to Ankara and attempt to make it back to Cairo, but he would be cut off by Bayezid. Chem, being a sneaky self, fled to Rhodes. Unbeknownst to him, however, both the knights on Rhodes and the Kermanids are quietly making deals with the Ottomans to hold him prisoner. Meanwhile, Bayezid was off in Europe, campaigning against multiple countries and even getting Poland involved in their struggles. This happened when Bayezid captured two valuable Moldavian fortresses on the Black Sea, essentially making the Ottomans the only state in control of the Black Sea. The Moldavians attempted to gain Polish support by submitting to vassalage and, with their backing, did manage to recover some territory. Bayezid would also attempt to take the last Venetian strongholds in Morea, in modern-day Greece. The entire time this was happening, Chem was still being ferried around Europe, while the powers there still didn't know what to do with him. Aside from solidifying Ottoman control of the Black Sea coast and Morea, Bayezid's conquests were nowhere near as impressive as his father's, but what he didn't accomplish in the way of conquests, he achieved in internal measures. Bayezid was also known as Bayezid the Just, and he definitely earned that title. In his reign, he would fund dozens of mosques, schools, hospitals, and other civil utilities. A good example is the Bayezid II Kuyasi in Edirne, a complex of different utilities and buildings. It contained a mosque, hospital, poorhouse, university, and even a sanatorium. He's also famed for his tolerance of other religions. One instance of this was his active evacuation of Jews from Spain into different parts of the empire when the proclamation of the Alhambra was enacted. This was a joint order between two Catholic monarchs to expel Jews from Spain. Another was when he helped a monastery in Greece reclaim land that was stolen from it and freed them from an unjust tithe. Everyone was pretty happy under Bayezid and his tolerant laws, but in 1511 his sons took advantage of his involvement in putting down a Safavid rebellion to have their succession crisis early. One of his sons, Selim, allied with the Tartars, but was defeated and ran away, while the other, Ahmed, was defeated by his father in Istanbul. Bayezid would then abdicate and proclaim Selim the successor before dying next month. We'll see where that leads next time. Though he may or may not have been responsible for his father's death, leaders today have something to learn from Bayezid's legacy. From religious tolerance to internal improvement over, improvement over conquest, Bayezid had many valuable leadership qualities that should be used today. <laughs>